Networkers. Hey, y'all. We are back for another episode. Look, I told Dana, hashtag, thank y'all for rocking with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but we already told y'all we were going to be out last week because Dana's twins turned one. They did. Thank you. So, um, but we are back this week. Um Hanging by a needle and a thread, child. But we a here. thread, child. <laughs> but we are here, um, and we are happy that we're happy to be back. We're going to do things a little bit different this week. We're going to um, take this opportunity to read you guys' fuck yous uh, for our down to business segment. So we're going to start off with the water cooler. I know y'all ready to hear Dana and her. Hot mess request for all these people that got that's been happening this week because I know she got a lot to say. So, um, and then we'll read y'all's fuck yous and then we'll do the break room. All right, so let's go ahead and get over to the water cooler. Um, so let's talk about this goddamn debate with um, what is his name, Mike Pence. Fly Pence. <laughs> Fly Pence and Kamala Harris. Listen, Kamala was every black woman in corporate America. When I tell you, I knew every fucking, what every fucking face she was making it. She was trying to read this nigga. She was like, shut the fuck up, nigga. She was like, oh, is that right, nigga? She was like, I'm finna light this nigga ablaze. She let him have it just like any regular ass black woman ass way first of all this slow talking ass motherfucker he could not stay on topic ever they would ask him what about global warming well donald trump he grew up swinging in trees (laughs) And it's like, nigga, that is not the topic at hand. Like, stick to the topics. He refused to answer basic ass questions. Girl, I thought, well, let me just say, I do think it was a more civilized debate than what we what we saw from Trump and Biden. Because like you said, that was a total shit show. Like, I couldn't even really pay attention during that because I couldn't hear. They were talking over each other. More so Trump talking over Biden. Uh, I felt like the moderator was whack as hell. But that was last week. This week, I thought Kamala let that man have it. She snatched that wig off his head. Okay. I was like, come on through. And then the, what was, what was it for me is when she said, um, she asked, the moderator asked, will you take a, a vaccine? And Kamala said, just like we've all been saying in our tone, in our voice, everything. Uh, if the doctors and the health officials tell us to take it, I'm, I'll be the first in line to take it. But if Trump tells us to take it, I ain't taking it. Nope. <laughs> Baby, y'all know that black mama, black woman, I ain't doing it. You gotta hit that high pitch. I'm not doing it, period. And that's all of our sentiments and how we feel. We ain't taking that shit. He's dumb. Why would we listen to him? But I think she let him have it. And I felt like what I did not like is the moderator. I felt like she let Pence, Fly Pence, that's gonna be his name going forward, go over his time every time. And then when Kamala wanted to talk over her time, she wouldn't allow it. I was just like white privilege at its finest, but whatever. And he wasn't even talking about shit. He was just talking really fucking slowly to make you think he's talking about shit. But he's really shit because a fly just landed on top of him in true shit fashion. Oh my God. And then Going back to this fucking presidential debate, because we have to talk about that. I know we late, but that shit was hilarious. I don't know if I was just in a really goofy mood when I was watching that shit, but I just thought it was so funny because the shit that they were saying was just so just, why are y'all even talking about this? And then what what would she ask him? Did she ask him about global warming? 
And he said, oh, we need better, big, big forest management or yeah. some shit like that. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Then he told Joe Biden, oh, you've been vice, vice president for 47 years. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> I mean, I was hollering because it just, to me, it just felt like I was on Twitter listening to the MAGA people and the white liberals go back and forth. Like that's what that debate was. It was it was fucking hilarious to me. So um hashtag pray for America. We're in some shit. Um go vote November the third. <laughs> um make sure that y'all check y'all registration. Um <sighs> we're fucked either way. So you know <laughs> I guess at this point it really doesn't matter. And we are, but y'all, please, anything is better than what we have right now. Anything is better than what we have right now. Like, get Trump out of office. At least Biden served under a president that was, um, you know, had some sense. Biden has some type of sense. Kamala, clearly, she, I mean, I thought she was the president. I'm like, well, I'm looking at her. I'm like, she did better than what Biden did. But I mean, if Biden dies, which that was a good question, if Biden or Trump die from this, if Trump dies from this coronavirus, child, uh, you know, <laughs> if Biden, you know, if he takes office, if he wins, I'm praying that he wins. And Kamala gonna have to be our president. We're gonna have a first black woman president. So y'all get out and vote. Vote early if you can. Like, not that you broke it all the way down like this. This person died, this person died, this nigga died. Listen, <laughs> and speaking of Trump having corona, what the f- I, I don't even have the words, bitch. I'm over here sitting up here like, what the? I feel like I'm in an alternate reality. And you know what? I'm not going to sit up here and celebrate. I ain't saying all of that. Like, I'm not going to say I ain't going to wish him bad or wish him well or nothing. I'm not wishing him shit. Just as much as he don't think about you, child. Like, Look, here's the thing. I when he got corona, I said and I said what I said. That's what he gets because number one, you want to be out here. <laughs> you want to be out here with no mask on, thinking that you um a walking antichrist and can't get nothing. You want to be walking out here having a what they call it, a super spreader event out here on the line, thinking because you outside things are not going to spread. Like it's supposedly it's airborne. I don't know, but protect yourself. Why are you sitting up here talking about Biden talking about, well, he puts on the biggest mask I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? That shit was hilarious. Girl, that was so funny. But guess what? Trump, Biden ain't got Corona. Now the, the next debate is canceled. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going off on, on a tangent, but. And y'all better not postpone this motherfucking election because this nigga got Corona. Y'all better not. I bet not hear no postponement, no cancellation, because he's already trying to set the shit up as like it's fraud when he loses. If this motherfucker loses, because I really feel like our uh, country is so far off his fucking rocker, they would vote this motherfucker back in. I wouldn't even be surprised if we came back in this motherfucker after November the 3rd, like, huh, we back in shit. You know, I just, I have no faith in the American people. I don't. Y'all suck. Bye. <laughs> and I want to say one more thing, y'all. The fact, if, if y'all, if nothing else, just off the strength that when Pence was asked the question about if Breonna Taylor, our homie, our homegirl, our sister, our niece, our granddaughter, if she would serve justice, that man said that the grand jury did their job. And he's on the right side of justice or whatever. Basically saying she got her due, she got her due service, which is absolutely absurd. Like you're gonna sit up here, like Kamala kept saying, in front of 70 million people and say that Breonna Taylor got justice. How dare he? Like on that, these people do not care about y'all. Like they're clearly sitting up here not condemning white supremacy, not saying that uh, Breonna Taylor received justice. Then gonna say, "Oh well, um, our our hearts go out to Breonna Taylor's family." No, 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 we don't. No, we don't. 
in addition to that, um, he told the quote unquote proud boys to stand back and stand by and then winked at these motherfuckers on live TV in front of all of these people, basically just saying, yeah, go ahead and stand by on these niggas. Like, what the f- I just, like I said, I feel like I'm in an alternate reality and this is crazy shit that's going on, but please go vote. We're not going to harp on it anymore. Just go vote, go vote, go vote. <laughs> um, so next, Derek Chauvin, who is the uh, police officer that killed George Floyd, was released from prison this week on a $1 million bond Due to safety concerns. Bitch, what? Safety concerns? Of course, it's fucking safety concerns because this nigga is a white cop in jail with probably niggas that he locked up and set up. So, of course, there's safety concerns. So, what is the fuck the concern is for? He's in jail. He he committed a crime. Y'all not concerned about the other motherfucking prisoners up in there. Y'all not concerned about Julio Nim. Taekwon, but Derek gets to go home. And yes, he went, he gets to go home. And not only does he not get to go home, not only does he get to go home, but he gets to leave the state of Minnesota and he could reside in any of the surrounding states or inside of Minnesota. Again, I, I'm tired of this, but if, if y'all, if people don't see, I know we see, but if white people, that's, that's, seems like they're the people that don't get it. If y'all don't see that they that we are not equal, there's no way that, like you said, Dana Taquan, Julio, uh, Raymond, Daquan, all our cousins would be able to get out of jail, go into another state, because that's uh violating all types of probation and parole. Um after we've seen a video of him, eight minutes and 42 seconds, however long it was, of him murdering somebody. Why should he get any type of special treatment? He deserves everything that's coming to him. And I said what I said, period. I don't care. Boom, like that. <laughs> I don't have nothing to say after that. Jeez, so somebody want to run up on his ass in prison, let them run up on his ass in prison. Like, why did, Why should we care about his safety concerns? Why? Why? Y'all don't give a fuck about the safety concerns of Khalif Browder, who was locked up and was beat up in prison. Y'all don't give a fuck about his safety concerns. He wasn't even in jail for nothing. Y'all had, y'all held this, this, baby because he was a teen y'all held him in jail for years off of an accusation of a stolen backpack didn't even have a fucking witness and this boy was beaten he y'all didn't care about his safety y'all didn't say oh let's get this little boy out of jail because there's grown men in here beating his ass and police guards beating his ass and he don't have no business being in there but this man who we saw Saw commit a crime. Saw commit a murder. <laughs> Gets out of jail. And y'all want to go back and forth with us about what white privilege is or what it, what it, that or deny its existence. This is what it is. We come on this show every week <laughs> and talk about this shit. Like this is actual factual. I don't give a fuck what Tammy Lauren on Twitter is talking about. White privilege is real. This would never, ever, ever happen, like Anissa said, to one of our cousins. Fuck this man. Yeah, I'm actually over here. As you are talking about that, I'm getting teary-eyed. Because it's just, like, that's sad. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. If y'all saw the pictures that David's talking about, that man was beating. He wasn't eating or anything. Y'all let this man out. I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Didn't even mean to go there. Just the truth is what we're dealing with. Like you said, every week, I'm tired of talking about this. I really am. It's like making you numb. It's traumatizing. Like we have sons to raise. Yeah. And that's the most traumatizing part of it. Cause it's like, how do I even begin to tell my 
little baby boy how to function in this world as a black man. Like, how do I know that some off rogue ass cop is not going to look at my son, my baby boy as a threat? They saw Tamir Rice as a threat. He was only 12. They killed him because he was holding a BB gun. But white kids are allowed to play with BB guns like every day. Like nobody's calling the police on them. Nobody's shooting them down in parks. Like let's switch lanes for a bit into the Tory lanes because <laughs> this motherfucker was officially, officially charged um, in the shooting of Meg the Stallion. So this nigga got on Twitter talking about, and I quote, time will tell. And the truth will come to light. I have faith in God to show that. Love to all my fans and people who have stayed true to me and know my heart. A charge is not a conviction. If you supported me or Meg through this, I genuinely appreciate you. Nigga, control all delete. <laughs> like, log off. <laughs> now, you know niggas did that shit when they bring up God. <laughs> Praise your way to prison, asshole. Get the fuck out. Yeah, Tori, honestly, we don't care. Like the, you I'm you did it. Period. And whatever happened, the girl uh, Megan was shot and I just I don't have I don't we got other stuff to be talking about, Tori, other than you tweeting out your supporters. I don't think you got no supporters no more, but hey. It is what it is, child. I want to see the motherfuckers riding hard for him right now. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anybody step up and be like, hey, this is still my dog, but okay. Anyway. For Megan, so boy, bye. And good. Like, please, for a change, be on black woman's side. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, shout out to Yelp for putting us on. They um, decided to put up alerts for businesses who have been accused of racist practices and behaviors. So they put like little alerts on their page. And that's good because y'all don't deserve our black ass dollars. So if I go on Yelp and find out that you was up in here acting a goddamn MAGA ass fool, I can decide not to spend my money with you. So thank you to Yelp. I behoove all little services, Kelly's List, and all these motherfuckers do the same thing because we really need to circulate our black dollars anyway. So I think this is a good move. And circulate our black dollars where we are wanted, where we are valued, where we are appreciated. So again, thank you, Yelp. I love this. And if I see anything, any type of negative racist a uh, remark or review left, I ain't going. Like Kamala said, I ain't taking it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for the water cooler, guys. Let's take a break. All right. Well, if you have a fuck you, please send them to us here at Black at Work Pod at gmail.com or you can go on our website and submit them anonymously. Uh, blackatworkpod.com or you can tell us your name I like to say names too or hit us up in the DM you know what I'm saying because it go down in the DM period so for our down to business segment we are going to read all of these fuck yous um, yeah you guys um, well we told y'all we didn't have a guest today and <laughs> we asked y'all on our social media <laughs> if we should still do a show y'all <laughs> nobody said no <laughs> so <laughs> Everybody say yes, so we're here, and we got a bunch of fuck yous, and we're going to read them for y'all. Hey, all right. <clears throat> so our first fuck you comes from Kai. Hey, Kai. Let me start by saying that I am so happy that I came across your show. I really vibe with y'all. Okay, girl. This fuck you is just what I need to get out of my system today. I am the only black person at my job and have had to deal with multiple issues. I don't even know where to begin. First of all, my boss is an inconsiderate, nosy bitch disguised as a person who cares. She called me while I was working from home on Juneteenth 
just to tell me she wishes it was more that she could do. But go ahead and take the rest of the day off. Don't tell anyone else at the office, though. (laughs) (laughs) She's a partner at the law firm. Doesn't she help make the rules? Oh, but letting the black girl stop working early with pay needs to be kept a secret. Mind you, it was 30 minutes left in the workday. Girl. Girl, stop. Girl, bye. (laughs) Uh, So she constantly waits last minute to complete tasks, in parentheses, she says, with her inconsiderate ass, which results in me having to forfeit whatever I had going on after 5 p.m. until I meet the deadline. I get it. We have a legal obligation to our clients, but damn, quit waiting until the last minute to get shit done, inconveniencing everyone else. On St. Patrick's on St. Patrick's Day, coworkers looked at me and asked why I didn't have on green. I told them I'm not Irish. One of the attorneys replied, "He's not black, but his kids still celebrate Black History Month." What the fuck? What in the fuck does that have to do with anything? She writes. Thank you. My sentiments exactly. <laughs> One lady had no idea why it's not okay to dress in blackface. This lady actually said, well, how will they know I'm Aretha Franklin if I'm not brown? Oh my God. <laughs> this cannot get any worse. Bitch, I don't need a white face in order for people to figure out I'm the little mermaid. It took some cooler headed allies to step in and explain to Miss Mayonnaise why I would slap the taste out of her mouth if I seen her in blackface. I haven't had a review in two years and think about quitting this motherfucker every single day. They don't pay me enough for the stress that they put me through. When the pandemic started, they clearly valued the attorneys more than the support staff. Attorneys had the first work from home option. I had to be the one to tell them that they were not taking things serious and allowing certain people to work from home was not okay. I let them know, do what you have to do, but I will not put myself at risk by coming back into the office. By the following Monday, they were offering me the option to work from home or take unemployment. Unemployment me, okay? (laughs) Now that I'm working from home, the stress level is even higher. I really want to be like Rochelle on Everybody Hates Chris and tell them, I don't need this job. My man got two jobs. LOL. Until then, I got bills to pay and pray that something better comes along. I can't wait until I can tell them, fuck this job. Bitch, I quit. Fuck this job. Because I don't really need this shit. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) I am so over it and need to give that whole damn job a fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck that job. I I feel like you work as some weird, racist, alternative world version of the office. Like, these niggas could not possibly be having these conversations and shit around you, bitch. Are you serious? The whole blackface thing? Girl, I'm too done. I'm too done. And then them secretly letting you off for Juneteenth? Baby, hold on. 30 minutes. It's just 30 minutes left. Baby, you could have saved that. I don't need no, I don't need 30 minutes. How about let me out for, how about email me or ping me at 12 so I can leave early? Not 4.30. Or or make this day time and a half for a real bitch. How about that? Like, girl, you are a trip. And then the fact that (laughs) they said, this is not funny at all. But the fact that that man said, that whoever it was said, well, she, she's not black, but she uh, celebrates Black History Month. What? What what are y'all talking about right now? Y'all sound so ignorant. Like, y'all are the most ignorant people. I can't. Like, girl, I feel so bad. But like you said, I mean, we all have to be black in a white man's world and go to work and save face every day. Literally. Literally save black face shit. Girl, and I would have, and I hope you are a girl while we calling you girl, but. I would have smacked dog shit out that bitch if she had came up in there dressed as a quote-unquote Aretha Franklin and her face was brown. Like, literal fire would have been slapped. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I don't, be a, I don't be assaulting random people. We'll talk more about that later. But anyway. <laughs> Girl, I'm here, look, I'm here for it. Kai said, I want my unemployment because, baby, I've been wanting my unemployment since February when this all this March when all this went... Haywire. 
Okay. okay. And I want it back. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyways, Kai, thanks for writing in, girl. We know, you know, you can write in anytime to vent. So our next fuck you is from Anonymous. All right. Hey, this fuck you is for this bitch ass. We can call him Andrew. <laughs> I'm already loving how this starts. <laughs> this nigga look like Larry King. No lie. He only 27. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be going. <laughs> so I work in a warehouse doing order picking. Okay. Shout out. Order picking. The easiest shit ever, right? I know this a dude. <laughs> How can you get order picking wrong, my nigga? How? Andrew continues to mess up orders, and I believe he's doing it on purpose because he don't want to work. <laughs> of course, when Andrew messes up these orders, me or somebody else got to fix it. Andrew comes late to work. The managers give him a high five and shit. <laughs> Andrew takes 40 minutes... <laughs> 45 minute breaks and nobody says shit. Did I mention Andrew, the only white man on the team? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Man, if I found out this bitch ass nigga making more than me, I'm going to blow all this shit up. <laughs> and today, he better not come over here asking me where something at or I'm going to fuck him up because I ain't appreciate having to do his work last night when he called off. Fuck white privilege, LOL. <laughs> I gotta put a clap here. Hello. <laughs> Man, fuck Andrew. Fuck Andrew. This shit is hilarious. Yeah, that that is so funny. Like you said, another example of white privilege. They get away with everything. Cause uh anonymous or whoever you, whatever your name is, bro, I know you wouldn't be able to do that. Period. You would have got written up 20 times. Actually, you've been fired by now. So I mean, hey. He said the managers get his nigga half. <laughs> Shout out to our, shout out to our, you know, warehouse logistics specialists, you know. Hey, shout out to y'all. I love that. All right. Y'all are funny. Keep sending them in. All right. Our next book you comes from Brittany. Hey, ladies. Hey, Brittany. Hey, girl. Let me just say, I love this show. You girls really make the workday easier. Let me just tell you. I'm writing in finally today because I finally have a F you. Okay. After 11 long years, I finally quit my job today. F corporate. My husband and I decided to throw ourselves in our remodeling business. And let me tell you, God is in the blessing business in 2020. All right. I'm glad. As soon as we decided to step out on faith, the doors began to open for my husband and I. He completed a bathroom remodel for one of our church members earlier this year for free because her house was in such bad shape and she didn't have the money to get it done. Even though it was a stretch, he got it done around March. And ever since our little business has been booming with some remodels and repairs. He quit his job in May and I did mine today. For anybody thinking about starting that business, do it. Your blessings are in your hands. We don't have to work for white America. We can work for ourselves. My husband and I going to be the Black Property Brothers LMAO. <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> That's what she said. I can't wait to be a guest on the show one day Aww, to tell my success story. Much success to you ladies as well. Love, Brittany. Oh, thank you, Brittany. <laughs> Shout out to you and your husband being the property. Why y'all can't be the black uh, Joanna and whatever her uh, white man husband named Gaines? What's his name? Uh, the, the people in Waco? Yeah. I don't Joanna. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, though. What That is a blessing. Y'all did a favor or bless somebody else with the remodel and then look at y'all booming. Hey, shout out to y'all. And you right, F corporate. Yes, shout out to y'all. She said, let me tell you, God is in the blessing business. Can we get a dum 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 in 2020? Because look, 2020 has been a shit show, okay? I'm glad he's blessing somebody, okay? Can I get an amen? Amen! <laughs> no, but yes, Brittany, shout out to y'all. I'm so glad. I preach all the time black entrepreneurship, and I want to one day, too, be able to quit my job, okay? So, shout out to y'all, and we would love to have you as a guest on the show. Alright, so our next fuck you comes from Sammy. Sammy says, I work at the Dollar Tree. I'm gonna just put that out there. <laughs> Retail was never my plan, but here I am arguing with white folks every day about coming in my store without a mask. 
Then I got a bunch of lazy ass workers who don't even want to work. So I end up doing the bulk of the work myself. Last night after two call-offs and one no-show, I was the only person working inside my store. At one point, my line got so long, it went all the way to the back of the store. I called corporate to see if I could get some additional help from other stores nearby or even close to the store early, or even close the store early. They said no, and the other stores are short-staffed too. All I could think about is the... is. Uh, <laughs> All I can think about is the motherfucker that owned Dollar Tree sitting at home eating tea and biscuits while I'm up here having anxiety attacks trying to keep this MF store open. <laughs> Not tea and biscuits. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. I'm sitting here wondering, is it all worth it? LOL. Of course it's not, but I can't quit. I can't just quit. Wait, I'm sorry. Y'all can't read. LOL. Of course it's not, but I can't quit just then. Just yet, I think he meant. Man, fuck Dollar Tree. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> fuck Dollar Tree. <laughs> Hell no, they were going to let you close that damn store. <laughs> they do not give a damn about you struggling, okay? Girl, at all. Dollar Tree said, nope, nope, nobody, nope, nope. You work that line till you can't no more. <laughs> <laughs> they said they want all of their dollars that night. Girl, they said we need every dollar we can get, baby. Follow me to laugh. Right, Sammy. Now nah, we're not laughing at we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. Uh that's some that's that's some shit. I mean, I I can't do nothing but agree with you, Sammy. Like you said, he said I can't quit my job, but dang, F him. Anyways. I'm convinced all black people are comedians, and I will keep saying that because y'all are funny. So, our last fuck you comes from Lola. Lola says, hey, ladies, this is a fuck you for Carla Perez, baby. Facebook her. Girl, y'all be, y'all kill me when y'all be giving us people full names. <laughs> Baby, because I'm about to go look Carla Perez up. Okay, look, depending on what this fuck you about. Hey, ladies, this fuck, this is a fuck you for Carla Perez, my self-centered, over-the-top, lying-ass, stale-faced co-worker, wow, who tried me yesterday, and I just need to get this off my chest. So Carla came to the company about a year ago, and I trained her. It was clear from jump she didn't have the credentials to be doing this. We work in analytics and do a lot of reporting. And this girl don't know. And this girl didn't know basic Excel lookups. However, I will admit that she is an expert in, an, in another area of our job, which is probably why she was hired. Ever since joining the team, she has been very vocal about her plans to move up in the company and her goals. In fact, she makes everything about her. Every team meeting, every huddle, every call, she always steers a conversation about her. Why the hell am I sitting at work listening to a long, drawn-out story about your Nana's cats? Don't nobody care, Carla. So anyway, during yet another team call yesterday, I was asked about some reports that I had asked Carla to do in my absence because it was my birthday weekend. Mind you, these are daily reports that have to be done every single day, even on the weekends. I spoke... I had spoke with Carla on several occasions about my impending absence and even sent her an email with a list of instructions. Do y'all know this bitch said on the team call that she didn't know she was to she was to cover for me this past weekend? So I spoke up and said, how could you not know? And I sent you an email with with a list of instructions. She said she didn't get it. So while on the call, I forwarded her the email yet again with the timestamp and it said, this is the email that you didn't receive, quote unquote. And I made sure to copy everyone who was on the call so that they could see I wasn't lying. Tell, correct, okay. Tell me why this woman called my phone after the meeting and accused me of coming at her aggressively. Bitch, then had the nerve to say I should have talked to her offline about it. Did you think about taking it offline when you threw me under the bus? You're not going to put that angry black woman label on me. I'm on my own business on this team, and I suggest you do the same. I ignored her request for a meeting because there's nothing else to talk about. You dropped the ball, and now you look stupid. End of story. And I'm adding, period, poo. <laughs> End of story. God damn. They all, they kill me when they, oh, you're being aggressive. That's their, that's their, always their first 
fucking line of defense. Oh, you're being aggressive. You're being aggressive. Stop doing that shit, bro. This shit is out here ending our lives. Don't call us aggressive and shit. And when you know we're not being aggressive, she made you look stupid is what she did. Don't, man. Ugh. I just, ugh. Go ahead, Anessa. She made you look stupid and now you mad and now you want to call her aggressive. No, what you're not going to do, like uh, my, my good sis said, my good sis Lola said, what you're not going to do is throw me under the bus and think I ain't about to say nothing about it in front of everybody. So don't, I, I hate when they do that. Like, don't try to come at me on the call and then when I come back at you, you want to take things offline and put a calendar invite on my, no, delete, do not respond and send it to the, to the creator because I'm not attending it and I'm not doing it and it don't matter. Okay. Like, girl, go sit down. Lola, I'm here with you. Girl, fuck Carla Perez. Uh, Carla, I hope you listen to this. And what the hell did you want to talk to me about? There's nothing to talk about like after that. I would have declined her request for me too. She would have been looking real still. What is it? Dana has declined your request for meeting. And I would have put in the notes, what the fuck for, bitch? Like, ugh, get the, get the fuck on. Cause she already made me mad coming at you with this old, oh, you're being aggressive ass shit. So you're already trying to play the victim role. You're already trying to label me as this big badass wolf. Don't do it, Carla. Don't do it. Don't do it, Carla, because we'll have a hashtag for you. Because we're going to ride for our co-worker, Lola, period. Anyways, y'all are hilarious. Like, Yeah, thanks for making us laugh. Thank you after my crying episode. Okay, look, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely needed this. I love when y'all writing fuck yous. So with that being said, of course, again, if you guys have a fuck you, please send them to us. Um, you can write in to our email you can write it on the website or you can dm us blackatworkpod at gmail.com at blackatworkpod on instagram and blackatworkpod.com for our website and shout out to y'all for still wanting the show today we love that y'all love us and we love y'all too yeah like monique says we love y'all for real it's time for the break room it's the break room it's the break room what your brain do girl we finna spill all the tea Congrats are in order to Kelly Rowland, who announced that she is pregnant with her second child. I'm so excited for her. Yeah, congrats, Kelly. Hopefully it's a girl, because then she'll have a girl and a boy. Um, but And then condolences to John Legend and Chrissy Teigen on the loss of their baby boy. Like, that is the saddest thing that could ever that could ever that could ever happen like you go to the hospital to deliver a baby and hold the baby the baby dies you don't leave with the baby like i can't even imagine i cannot even imagine so um so sorry for your loss moving on to more tragic news child we about to get right in more, tra- more tragic news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh did y'all watch the Real Housewives of Potomac. And we're going to take it all the way back to the fight because we missed we missed talking about this. So I'm going to take it back to the fight. What and was tragic? Like, Giselle's outfit with them track <laughs> pants and that uh that Saturday Night Fever ass red shirt she had on. What was tragic about it? Baby, <laughs> it was just, it's, it's a nightmare. This They got a lot going on. This fight, Dana, I know you watched the fight because I know we kind of text back and forth. The fight, y'all, was just, I, you know, we were we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, building up, building up, building up about this show. And it served everything that I, I mean, I got my life. I'm not saying that I applaud Black women fighting, but it was definitely entertaining. Um, and it was a hot mess. I feel like I am on Candace's side totally. Monique was in the wrong. Um, Mon- Candace, yes, was talking. She's been talking with her hands since she first came on the show. Candace never put her hands on you, Monique, so that did not warrant you to put your hands on her. Um, and I'll get into the fact of you lying in a minute. But I just want to talk about the fight, Dana. What do you think about the fight? Because I, I feel like Monique was totally wrong and she acted way out of character well i think that's her character but what do you think the fight was totally inappropriate but i'm not gonna sit here on some high horse like 
I can't totally identify with wanting to slap the shit out of somebody that's coming at you sideways because, I mean, I just feel like that's just unhuman. Well, for some people, some people don't allow people to get under their skin that way. But for some people, it is a challenge to walk away from, you know, being physical. It's that behavior is not excused. Obviously, Monique is way too fucking old to be putting her hands on anybody. The fight was totally inappropriate. I honestly, I can't say that I'm on either person's side, to be honest with you, because I see what Monique is doing. I know we're going to get into her line about putting shit out to the blogs later, but Candace is not innocent either. She's going around on some whole I hate Monique campaign and, oh, you can't be friends with me if you cool with her. And um, she basically just trying to clown Monique like, oh, you're some ghetto hood rat trash. You're the same bitch who pulled a knife out on Ashley. But now we're all supposed to look at Monique like she's just so uncivilized. Bitch, you, what, what was you going to do with that knife? Tap her with it? But Monique's ghetto trash for attacking you. Like, there's so many contradictions. And I just, ugh, I hated the whole episode, how they all just came for her like that. Like, they were so self-righteous and so like, we as black women, da 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 Bitch, women from every fucking race fight. Every fucking race of women fight. Period. Y'all not the first housewives. It's 30 fucking franchises of housewives before y'all's were bitches fighting all the way from Beverly Hills to Atlanta. So let's cut the bullshit. Let's stop acting like we high and mighty. And then Giselle had the audacity to talk about me and Jamal have an image to uphold. What image is that? Y'all image is already fucked up. This man, what your daddy say? He got six or seven baby mamas and five kids. That math ain't added up, but okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> what image? Like, cut the bullshit. I hated how they came in Monique. Like, she's just like scum of the earth. Like, she just made such a horrible decision. And I mean, and she did. But like, I just did not like the self righteous ass behavior. And then Wendy talking to her like she was her child. Girl, that was too much for me. What you think? Yeah, going back, let's go back to Giselle and how she brought this security. Giselle, you are so extra. Like, so you feel that threatened by Monique that you're going to bring a security guard? Like, she just about to come up in there and just start throwing hands on all y'all. Like, you are very extra. Secondly, I do want to comment on your point about her talking about upholding some image. What image? What image? Because Giselle, you act a fool too. Now I'm not on Monique's side. I'm I'm not, period. But Giselle, you act a fool too, just because you ain't put your hands on nobody. You're a, a pastor's wife and you don't act like a pastor's wife. Let me just say that. So you ain't got no business talking about some image that you and Jamal gotta uphold when he is a cheater and probably still cheating on you. But anyways. Okay, you gotta be the messiest first lady there is. Like, just you being on this show and being off into the shit that you be in on this show is tarnishing your great image Correct. that you're thinking about. So I, 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 I hated that shit. Yeah, that was that was hard to watch. I did not like how they came at her like she was a child. Cause what y'all, I don't like that. Now what you're not gonna do is sit me down. Cause that's what they did. It's like. Your parents and your auntie and your uncle came and set you down and had an intervention about some shit. Like, I'm 10 years old. Now, I ain't 10 and I ain't going to be talking to me like I'm crazy. Uh, but I don't feel like Monique was remorseful at all. I don't I, I don't feel like she cared. She was like, I don't care. I just don't feel like... I, I don't like how she lied about the whole thing saying, well, um, this is what happened. You know, she started talking. She threw wine and then I hit her. That's not what happened, Monique. Now, let's, that's what I don't like about the whole situation. Now, let's not lie and try to say that this girl put her hands on you and that's why you, or she threw wine at you and that's why you hear her. Because you, number one, I don't care how, I mean, and I get your point, Dana, like people talk shit and they, that'll get under your skin. But I just feel like Monique wasn't, I mean, not Monique, Candace wasn't doing that much to make her put her, like she was just, ah, nah, 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 nah. Kent, and I will agree, Candace, is annoying, but it wasn't nowhere. Like she wasn't threatening her children, threatening her husband, saying she didn't say anything that would make you be like, okay, bitch, I'm about to put my hands on you. 
She didn't do any of that to me. So, I mean, she, you flicked her hair. Okay. She flicked your, flicked your jacket. And then you put your hands on her. Like, it, it, it got out of hand. Like, you went too far to me. Like, you shouldn't put your hands on her hair. It, it was just too much. I was standing all across from tables. The girl was just being, I mean, she wasn't even saying it. I don't feel like she said anything to make you hit her. But I don't like the fact that she lied period. She's talking about, this is why she hit her. Girl, you lying. Like, why are you sitting up here lying? And in the blog, I don't know if she put that out. I do feel like Monique would do something like that. I don't think like put that out. She had to because, she like, they to. pointed out, it was too far leaning in her favor. It Correct. was too far leaning against the story that she was telling people and not the story that they witnessed. And then you could kind of tell that she was all caught up in her lies because she kept trying to backtrack and, yeah. and, and re-explain shit. So, she definitely was lying, but Again, Candace pulled a knife out on Ashley. Like, that was inappropriate as fuck. Her mom hit her in the head with a purse. That was inappropriate as fuck. But y'all not talk y'all didn't talk about that or the other shit that is happening on this show as in big as big as this is being talked about. And that's where I'm just like, y'all are fake, y'all are phony. I don't like what's to come because you saw that little clip how it's going to be like it's us versus them. Now, yeah. now that's what the show's going to be. That's whack. Y'all too fucking old for that. Yeah, I still don't like Candace. Um, I'm not on her side because like I said, she just does too much. And even, yes, you are a victim here. She should have never put her hands on you. But even after the fact, you're trying to clown her, trying to degrade her. Oh, she's low in the gutter. Bitch, you're low in the gutter if she is. Like, straight up. Like, you you the same person that pulled out a knife on Ashley Darby last season. I don't want to hear it. She did. And I'm not saying I'm just auto. I'm not just team Candace. I, the only person I really like on the show is Karen Huger. <laughs> I live, I live. Karen is life. Karen can do no wrong. Now, I don't like how Karen is all up Monique's ass about those situations. I feel like she could hold her more accountable with her lies. I just don't feel like, I just feel like, why Monique? Why are you lying? That's the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. But, um, it's, 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 this is, this Potomac is really good. Like they have really progressed over the seasons and I am entertained. I must say. <laughs> I'm excited to see what's to come. And Candace went on Wendy the other day and she was talking about you know all the stuff that has happened but it's a hot mess that's that's what i will say so what happened on wendy on wendy she was just saying how she you know put a restraint i think she wanted to put a restraining on her but she didn't put a restraining on her on her and she just they just went on and talked about the fighting she couldn't really say anything about it yet because it hadn't aired so she was just talking about you know just continue to watch the show and um, a lot of things she can't talk about because, you know, it has an energy. So, I mean, it could have been a little bit more juicier. I wish she would have came on after the fight, not before the fight. Actually, no, she did come on after the fight, y'all. I'm lying. She did come on after the fight. But she said there's a lot of stuff that she can't talk about, talk about I think, because of legal reasons or something like that. It wasn't anything juicy at all. It wasn't juicy. So, um, oh. right, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all got my wires because we've been out for a couple weeks. So, uh, but in more Real Housewives of Atlanta news, I told y'all like a couple weeks ago that uh, Nene is not returning, and she isn't. She's saying that Bravo pushed her out. They went back and forth with negotiations, and she wasn't happy. Okay, Nene, but <laughs> Nene's putting her talents in different areas because she has a new lounge called The Lanithia. Are y'all going? That's all I want to know, co-workers. Is y'all going to the Lanithia? <laughs> Girl, stop it. I'm not lying. She got a new lounge. I don't think she should have did that. That's the, I don't think that's her lane. I think Swag Boutique. Girl, girl. who would open up a lounge in COVID? <laughs> who? This is the wrong time, boo. This is the wrong time. And she said she has coming soon. She's been posting on her social media like stories like under construction. Like she got her name up there and everything. Like I, I mean, I wish you all the best, Nene, because I love you, but I don't know about a lounge, sis. I think you can go into another lane. Stay with reality. Do something. I don't know. Um, but anyways, Ebony K. Williams will be the first black cast member of R H O N Y, which is Real Housewives of New York. Uh, she's an attorney and TV host. Have you heard of her before, Dana? Ebony K. Williams? No. 
Yes. So they've been kind of going back and forth about, um, and even Wendy was on Andy Watch What Happens Live. And Andy, I mean, you know, Andy was asking Wendy all types of questions. And Wendy got in her interviewer mode and was like, so is there going to be a Black housewife on uh, New York? And he was like, I hope so. So it is official. She's going to be on there. So now I'm actually going to watch. I watched uh, Orange, not Orange County, Beverly Hills because Garcelle's on there and it was actually good. So now I'm going to watch. Um, they going to get me because I want to see the black girl on here. I want to see how that is going to work. I used to love the um, New York Housewives franchise. Um, but when Bethany Frankel left the first time, I stopped watching it. So I might give it a, a looky, look-see now that we black and in the building. Okay, black and in the building. Yes, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, but I haven't really been listening to anything, y'all. Trey Songs came out with a new album called Back Home, um, which was his self-titled single with Summer Walker, which I do like that song. I'm still listening to it. He came out with a lot of songs. I guess that's a new thing today to come out with 45 songs. I haven't listened to all of all of them. I don't hear wow. <laughs> I don't hear anything that's just like Making me be like, ooh, but um, he has a new album, and I haven't seen anything else really come out. Dana, have you been listening? Have you seen any new music, or have you been listening listening to anything new? No, but why motherfuckers think we want to listen to three hours and forty five minutes of them singing? Why? 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 Chris Brown? Why Trey? <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it if y'all gonna put out some 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 good songs. Like, I want to hear. It. Invented sex, uh, Trey songs. Where is the Jupiter Love Trey songs? Where is the, uh, you know, where that Trey songs at? I don't want to hear this new Trey song. So, child, it's whatever. To end this break room though, on a light note for this whole show, I do want to say that Uno came out and said that you cannot. They tweeted and said that you cannot do a plus two on a plus two, and I don't like it. Last. False, baby. Fake news. <laughs> Incorrect. I'm doing a plus two and a plus two every time. So you gonna draw four? Draw eight, bitch. That's what I be like. I be like draw twelve. <laughs> like since when? Uno? Since when? Anyways, we should have probably put y'all in the fu, but now nah, I ain't gonna say it. Uno a lie and the truth ain't in them. Uno is a lie. Because what I'm supposed to do on a plus two, not, and I got a plus two, what I'm supposed to do? Child, bye. Anyways, that's all I have for the break room. Hopefully, when y'all at the break room, if y'all still going to work, y'all might play a little Uno. If you got some Uno cards, draw plus two anyway on a plus two. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank y'all so much for... Um, making this record today um i had fun we'll see you guys next week again we love you guys so much 